Today's program was brought to you by Blueprint, the original juice cleanse program to offer different levels of intensity depending on your needs and current diet. For more information, visit Blueprint.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. Episode number 80. Can you believe it? It feels like just yesterday we were turning 60. No, that's you. But in a couple days, I'll be turning 60 as well. You will be turning something in a couple days. <laughs> Garden party. And we've decided that this is the last day I can make fun of you before being older than me. I gave you this one wild card. This is the final time. After this, ladies and gentlemen, no moss. No moss. We'll both be old. Uh, speaking of old people, I'm Jesse Kiefer. And I'm Gentelic. <laughs> this is the morning after on Heritage Radio Network. You know, I'm really excited for today. I, I, had, a, I had a fantastic day yesterday at Smorgasburg. Uh, I walked around. I saw the ramen burger line and strongly decided not to stand in line. Uh, it was basically like all the way down at the East River, like the whole East River Park, kind of all the way. Can you believe that? I can barely believe it. How did it feel without me? I feel like it's so rare that we go to events without one another. You know, I felt like I was missing a leg. Um, but a really skinny leg. A really, really skinny leg. But I hobbled along, and uh, I did. I think I did well. I think you'll be proud of me. I, I interviewed uh, Chef Johnny McLaughlin of Heartbreaking Dawns. It's a hot sauce company, and he also was doing some uh, some Baltimore pit barbecue, which I'd never heard of before. We've had a serious barbecue theme the last couple of months between the chefs we interviewed at uh, Gugamuga and then later at Bonnaroo. We've had a serious like it's a trend. Yeah, everybody wants pork to be affair. Well, that, but you know, they want to be like you, Jen. They want to be all Southern. That's right. People just want to get down there. Uh, and it, it was fun to talk to Johnny about, about hot sauce levels and about how much you like to challenge people uh, as to how much hot sauce you can eat. I'd like to take this particular time uh, to give a shout out to a good friend of our show, Joy Wang. We love you. This hot sauce segment is dedicated to you. And we will be calling you. We will be calling you for a follow up. Joy Wang of uh, Last Chance Foods on All Things Considered. WNYC. We love, love it. Yeah. It's a good show today. What What's in the studio? There's th- there's some people here. There are some yeah, people it's here. It's not just about the pre-recorded interview I did. Well, <laughs> it depends on who you ask. Uh, a couple of my dear friends are in studio, actually. Claire Wellen and Tiffany Topol, two dear friends of mine, uh, about to embark on the national tour of the Broadway musical Once, the musical. Um, but they are two lovely and gifted gals who play beautiful music together. And um, we were lucky enough to land a little time with him today in studio. So we're going to hear a couple songs from them. Maybe chat with them briefly. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And uh, as usual, we'll check in with our favorite gal, the dame, Joan Plowright, the Baroness Olivier, for another segment, another rousing segment of Front of House. And also find out later. It's your favorite story. It's Front of House. It's a Front of House. Got to find out who makes those jingles. So we'll check in with Front of House, um, I don't know, maybe right now. Let's do it. Dame, are you here? Are you with us? The shift drink is something worth fighting for. It is the one constant in an evening of chaos. The way to wind down and the way to build up a dependency. It was a busy night at Restaurant X. A new packwaiter, Raphael had complicated the evening by dropping a full tray of glassware in the middle of the dining room 
setting tables incorrectly, dropping off food to the wrong tables. He was having a rough shift. As the evening began to wind down, the manager decided to send him home. He moped up to the bar for a shift drink, an option of beer, red or white wine. They opted for white wine. Knowing he had had a hard night, the bartender gave a generous eight-ounce pour, and without hesitation, Raphael picked up the wine glass, put it to his lips, opened the hatch, and took down the whole damn glass at one big gulp. Slightly horrified and totally impressed, I knew that it was a bad sign. He headed downstairs to get his things, and I went back to my tables. As I was explaining the different specials to a family of four, I heard a commotion behind me, and I stopped mid-sentence, only to see Raphael pinballing himself through the crowded, narrow dining room. It looked almost like crowd surfing with your feet on the ground. Each time he stumbled into one table, it would propel him forward into the next, and he hadn't changed out of his work shirt. The same shirt we were all wearing with the name Restaurant X plastered all over it. Nay, not a good look for the company. As he reached the bar area, the owner and the bartender intercepted him. Word had gotten back to the kitchen about the disturbance, and the chef was quickly there to bring up the rear. Apparently, Raphael had chugged two bottles of warm cooking wine in the dry goods pantry before making his way up to the dining room. Raphael was taken outside. Well, more like carried, you see. And the chef, owner and bartender, began the task of asking him where he lived so they could lock this problem away in a cab. He was incoherently mumbling. Then he began to say a few numbers and the word Queens. And then by an act of God, Raphael stood up straight and began to walk down the block seemingly away from the restaurant. Relieved, the other owner walked back inside and just as the chef neared the door, Raphael quickly cut back and positioned himself up against the restaurant wall, proudly displaying his restaurant shirt, and began to urinate all over the wall of the restaurant. All the chef and bartender could do was try to obstruct this act of defiance or oblivious drunkenness from the passers-by. Raphael finished up. They hailed a cab, threw him in, and told the driver, He's going to Queens. I always get lost in Queens, so it's hard to imagine how drunk Raphael made it home that night. But he did. We know this because he called the next day to ask when he was next on the schedule. Never, I said. Never. Only that restaurant X shirt of yours. Well, you can keep it. You can keep it for the rest of your life. Thank you. It's always good to have the dame in the studio. She's looking well. She's looking really well. She just had a chemical peel when she was in Umbria, so mm. I think that had something yeah, to do with it. I think she that. needed that. She did. Well, I can't wait to hear this fabulous interview of yours, and uh, we're going to take a quick break, but while we do, we're going to hear the first song from our two lovely in-studio guests, Claire and Tiffany. Gals, are you ready to roll? Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like, meow. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> what do you mean? We both sound like cats. <laughs> All right, cats, let's do it. <laughs> I can see us fighting. Mm, mm, mm. I can see us fighting. Ooh, ooh. Your eyes wide, hair pulled out. My eyes slit slips pulled to pout 
original juice cleanse program to offer different levels of intensity depending on your needs and current diet designed to purify and detoxify blueprint cleanse is made from the freshest 100% raw and usda certified organic ingredients cold pressed to retain nutrients and flavor blueprint also offers a line of organic juices cold pressed and raw in a variety of fruit and vegetable combinations and available in individual bottles Blueprint Cleanse is available at Whole Foods Market and many other retailers across the U.S. To learn more about their line of organic cleanses, juices, and other products, visit them today at Blueprint.com or call them at 866-774-6831. That's 866-774-6831. Work hard, play hard. Cleanse, repeat. Radio Network. I'm here at Smorgasburg in Williamsburg with Chef Johnny McLaughlin of Heartbreaking Dawns. Welcome to the morning after, Johnny. Hey, thank you. It's great to be here. So you and I were just talking about Heartbreaking Dawns. It's your uh, your hot sauce line, but it's not just hot sauce, right? No, definitely. I mean, we we started off as a hot sauce company. That was our initial. Um, our initial dive into specialty foods was we wanted to make hot sauce. Uh, we launched with three um, three original hot sauces, our jalapeno pineapple, our classic golden, our mango habanero. That was five years ago. 
Um, but since then, we've definitely kind of gone more in a direction um, uh, overall, but there's still that core in spice. So we do a line of grilling sauces, dry rubs, uh, chutney preserves. Um, we also uh, launched a line of uh, cane sugar beverages uh, two years ago. Here at Smorgasburg, we do um, our Baltimore-style pit beef, and uh, we're actually getting ready to get into some uh, donuts as well. So we kinda, we're all over the place in a lot of ways, but at the core, we're a hot sauce company. So how did you get started making hot sauce? Um, I mean, I guess it's a similar story to, to people who end up in specialty foods. Um, my wife and I were just obsessed with growing hot peppers. You know, we had a garden. All we wanted to grow was hot peppers, and uh, they made their way into sauces. Um, there was just constant anything that we were cooking. I was making hot sauces for, um, and then we'd put them in bottles with like you know fake labels to make it look like a real product. You know, at the at the time we had no you know no idea that it would become a business. It was more just like making it look like something off the shelf and giving it to a friend to be like, look, look, it's you know it's it's hot sauce and it looks real and. Um, just after you know several months of doing that, we we're just kind of one day we're like, oh, we should, you know, maybe we should start a hot sauce company. And uh, so we spent about a year and a half just researching, you know, like how do you when you decide that, you know, the first question is like how do you know where does one begin in making a legal shelf stable commercial product? You know, so that was a lot of work. And then we launched in um, as uh, 2009 with our three original sauces. Where are they available for purchase? Um, well, they're always available on our website, which is heartbreakingdawns.com. Uh, they're always available. We bring, you know, 80% of our line. We rotate it at Smorgasburg every Saturday and Sunday. So in addition to doing the on-site food, we also always have our products here. Um, and then for, you know, specialty stores, any, any hot sauce store is going to have our products. Um, we're in a number of, um, you know, in the city, for example, like Sullivan Tea and Spice Company. That's a place that's going to have a pretty wide variety of our products. Um, so, you're, you know, certain cheese shops, uh, specialty markets, the, those are the type of places you'll find our products. Now, Heartbreaking Dawns, I, I'm not familiar with the name. What what, did, what was inspired by that, or how did you how did you come up with that? <laughs> that's, um, that's me making the most of my literature degree, <laughs> my background, everything. Has, like, uh, before, before getting into, you know, I'm self-taught as a chef. Um, before getting into, you know, food as a business, you know, my, um, I have a background in literature and visual arts and, uh, I'm able to kind of, I try to incorporate that into what we do today. It's Heartbreaking Dawns. It's a line from an Arthur Rimbaud poem. I've wept too much. Even the dawns are heartbreaking. And, uh, so it refers to the time of day. Um, there is no dawn, uh, you know, person wise in, in the business, uh, you know, cause we always get that. Um, but yeah, it refers to the time of day. It's a literary reference. Like a lot of our, a lot of our products have some obscure literary or historical uh, significance that um, that is great for me. You know, I mean, I, I don't mind ever having to you know explain like why something's named what it is. You know, that's half the fun of it. But <laughs> so I'm thinking this poem. You said wept. Um, how do you create ascending levels of, of hotness of spiciness? Which is, you know, I'm thinking. The hotter it, the hotter it is, the more likely you're going to cry. Oh yeah, <laughs> without a doubt. I mean, that's kind of. I'm glad you said that because for me, that's how it sort of, it sort of ties in. Is um, 
you know, with, with food, you know, coming from a literature and visual arts background, I mean, with, when I discovered the recipes and food as a medium, you know, without sounding like, you know, oh my God, my food is, you know, without sounding like that, there is a reality to, you know, you're working with color, texture, flavor, scent, but the interactive element, you know, that, that minute, you know, the minute you put a spoon into someone's mouth there and the, the taste, there's an interaction that always surpassed anything I ever experienced in the visual arts. And then with peppers, there's the whole another dimension because you're also inducing a physical feeling. You know, there's a, a pain, you know, for most people. Um, there's a sensation for, you know, for a lot of chili heads out there. So we, you know, we make it a point to kind of, you know, we have we have a line that will satisfy any de any desire of heat you know we try to start people off with some of our milder sauces um but our extreme sauces are you know they're yeah they're gonna make they're gonna make most people cry pretty uh you know pretty seriously which is i mean that's that's the weirdest part because like our our initial market is like the, the world of chili heads you know so these are guys who are using like our hottest sauces and smothering dishes with it, you know, and it's like, you know, to many of them, it's like, oh, that's, that's not, you know, that's not hot enough, you know, and then we have people at, you know, your everyday events, you know, our, our least hot, you know, our mildest sauces are hotter than your everyday hot sauce, you know, so uh, we always get, you know, people that are, you know, love hot sauce, but are only used to, you know, a Frank's or a Tabasco, you know, come and, you know, I want, I would give me, give me, uh, you know, some, some, your hottest you have, because uh, I love hot sauce, I eat it all the time. So we usually want to start them off with something in the middle, because it may, it's very likely it might be hotter, a lot hotter than they're used to. Even though you know you could love hot sauce, but not have yet been exposed to some of the like extreme heats that are out there. I mean, we have access to peppers that were unheard of five or ten years ago. I mean, people are growing uh, super hot peppers that are just like. You know, it's uh, it's really cutting edge right now. Like the access from the access to ingredients and the strains, then the seed trading. I mean, um, people are we're growing things that were just so unheard of five or ten years ago. My co-host uh, grew up in the South and and likes to get in hot sauce battles with people. Um, she will will eat anything hot just to prove that she can do it. Uh, which one of your sauces should we give her so we can see her snot and cry? Oh, God. Definitely send you back with our Malve Sang, which is uh, that translates to bad blood. That's another Rimbo <laughs> reference. But um, that's about a 90% pepper blend of three, the three of the hottest peppers in the world right now. Uh, ghost pepper, the Trinidad scorpion, and the African Fatale pepper. Those are three of the, you know, top high heat peppers. Um, and it'll it's definitely going to be you know probably pretty rough for but that's the um what, what, what we try to do is we don't even our extreme heat products we don't use any extract um you know that's the when people uh think of you know sauces that are great sauces so i'm not not in a negative way but they like dave's insanity or a lot of the blair's products that that were pioneers at the time for doing extreme heat when we didn't have access to these peppers that capsation extract is what gives them that you know extreme punch but in the kitchen 
and has a really bitter chemical flavor. So in trying to do sauces that are, you know, both usable as a condiment, but I really want to foster creativity for people to use them, you know, in their own recipes by doing all natural sauces that, that utilize the heat that are coming from extreme super hot peppers, you're able to get a really great flavor and a, um, a heat that's going to subside. It's not going to stick with you. You know, the fresh peppers, you know, are going to be brutal in the mouth, but they're not going to give you the uncomfortability that an extract when it gets into your stomach and your digestive tract. So even though it's brutally hot up front and three different peppers are going to hit you in all different spots in the mouth, it's um, it's a usable heat if you're, <laughs> if you're looking for that. What are some of your, your favorite um, heat remedies when, when it's just a little too intense to kind of to kind of cool the mouth down. My, my absolute number one go-to is that um, the, the probiotic yogurt drinks like kefir or um, I mean there's a number there's a number of that's just that's the one that you know always comes to mind but like that is like um, I mean I eat fresh you know fresh pepper pods if I'm getting ready to do a new recipe um, I don't um, you know I'm not at home you know chomping away on, on fresh peppers but if it's a pepper I haven't worked with before you know you have to you have to experience the flavor of the pepper itself aside from the heat. So like a huge bottle of, a, you know, of the kefirs, any, any similar product is like, that's what's going to, you know, that's what's going to save you. But that's, um, I mean, that's an important element, you know, is you have to do that because, you know, peppers themselves, you know, heat aside, they all have an extremely unique flavor. And uh, developing uh, recipes where we're going to um, have a complementary ingredients that are really going to bring that to life is something that we're also trying to do. So it's important for me to experience both the heat and the flavor. You know, take the, the Trinidad scorpion pepper, which is, you know, has a big buzz right now. It's, it's probably, you know, of course there's debate because there's always the chase for the hottest pepper. But right now that's the hottest pepper in the world. And um, when you bite into a fresh Trinidad scorpion, there's like this floral, earthy burst uh, that to me is unlike any other pepper that, that I've experienced. So, you know, knowing that, knowing how to bring that to life in your sauce is important for developing recipes like ours. What uh, I, I heard mango. What other ingredients are you blending in to kind of create balance and, and eatability? Um, a big a big thing for me is a preserve background. Uh, a lot of our sauces, like, our you know, our... My personal favorite is our, uh, our 1498 Trinidad Scorpion, and then also our Scorpion Cauterizer. Um, the Cooks Illustrated named our, our Cauterizer the best-tasting, hottest hot sauce on the market as far as heat and flavor. So that's a was it you know big for us. But the background on that is a apricot, blueberry, and carrot blend. So it's not designed to taste like apricot, but they're complementary background notes that are really going to boost that that floral bouquet of the scorpion you know our um our ghost pepper sauce for example you know that's known for extreme heat but it also has a really nice citrus flavor to it so uh, we match that up with a pear and apple backdrop uh that really brings that citrus to life and makes it a usable tolerable sauce with a high heat uh, some other ingredients. I, I'm a big strawberry fan. You know, some of our chutneys are, you know, are gonna. Um, we have the three spicy chutneys, and they all have a, a cranberry ginger core. But it's a, you know, peach cranberry ginger, and then the complimentary pepper, strawberry cranberry ginger, complimentary pepper. We do a mango also. Um, so we're big on the fruits, but not overpowering fruit. You know, our um, our mango habanero is not mango first. It's habanero first with mango second. And that's the, uh, I always try to have the pep, the pepper should be what you're tasting up front and everything else should highlight that flavor. 
Now, aside from hot sauce being hot and painful, there actually are some benefits from it. What are what are some of those? Oh, I mean, without without a doubt, I mean, hot sauce has been um, everything for from digestion to nausea. I mean, right now there's tons of research going on as remedies for cancer. Um, you know, not remedies, but um, you know, uh, medicinal herbal medicine. You know, for um, a, a number of ingredients, asthma, you know, asthma, cancer, and, you know, stomach problems. And I think that the concept is, you know, and I, I, I stay out of too much of like the, the doc, doctor theory end, but the base... Do- doctor, <laughs> chef, Johnny. <laughs> yes. The, 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 essential, the essential concept is, aside from the vitamins, aside from the nutrients that are, that are beneficial, that mild irritant and stimulation of blood flow, you know, similar to how acupuncture is going to work. Um, you know, when I started reading about how it's, you know, really good for asthmatics, I mean, I grew up with mild asthma and it just like, um, it made sense like that, that mild irritation through your, through your, uh, bronchial area and your esophagus is really stimulating blood flow to your chest. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay. It's, that makes sense. You know? So, I mean, I, in my opinion, that's what I believe the concept is, but there's a a million, you know, um, write-ups and articles out there of what, what they're really being used for, like seriously in the lab. I, I know someone in the industry who's like gotten, you know, grants after grants after grants to just grow ultra extreme peppers for medical research, you know, and, and number one being cancer for, for that. What is uh, the next sauce that you're working on that's not released yet? Um, we are we we weren't going to put out much this year because we we put out a lot of products in a short number of time because I was really working on fulfilling my line. But we are putting out one sauce um, very soon. It's called Fervor, and it's a um, 100% Trinidad Seven Pod pepper, uh, and that's actually backed up with a uh, an orange and strawberry blend. Um, so that should be out. It's going to be, um, it's going to look different than the rest of our line. We're doing, doing a lot of gold and iridescence and, you know, it's going to be a really flashy looking sauce, but that'll be out soon. I figured we, we wanted to put out that, that one like ultra solid winter sauce, uh, you know, for, for a lot of the fans and enthusiasts out there who are, and the hot sauce collectors that are really kind of hoping we put something out as soon as possible. Well, it's been great to meet you. Come check out uh, Heartbreaking Dawns at Smorgasburg here in Williamsburg. And there's also one in Dumbo, correct? Yeah, on um, Saturdays, uh, we're here at the East River State Park, uh, Kent between North 7th and 8th. And then Sunday, it's at the Tobacco Warehouse by Jane's Carousel in Dumbo. And uh, we're there every weekend. What's the website? Uh, Heartbreakingdawns.com. Let's go get some hot sauce. Sounds good. So it was it was great meeting with Johnny, and he was so generous. He fed me. He gave me a whole bag of hot sauce. I cannot wait to give you that apparently, uh, you know, stimulating hot sauce. It's a Jen. stimulating condiment. I've always said so. It's why my library is full. I cannot <laughs> wait to have you report back about that hot sauce. Well, I hate to say it, but we are going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we are going to hear uh, what's on the menu at Chardonnay's as well as another song from our delightful music guests, Claire and Tiffany. This is The Morning After here on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You're listening to Lung by Iggy Dean on the HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Stay tuned for more from The Morning After. 
are back here in the morning after on Heritage Radio Network. That was a fantastic song from, from Iggy Dean. And if, if people out there don't know, Jen's actually getting married to Iggy Dean. I am marrying Iggy Dean. <laughs> uh, in, Congratulations. And a bizarre twist of fate. Actually, two months from today. We're getting married on October 18th. So it's our pre-versary. Happy pre-versary. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks, Joe. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Joe. Um, well, speaking of happy things and weddings, and I mean, this weddings. is something that's kind of near and dear to you. I have been in the hectic throes of wedding planning and wedding crash dieting, um, as one might expect. So I was thinking about this, that this week when I was considering what we would put on the menu at, uh, well, at Chardonnay's. And I was thinking about one, uh, what one might eat on that menu if they were as I am and a bridezilla pretox. So, uh, Joe, can I get some of that funky, funky music? Hey, ladies, and welcome to the third annual Equinox Fitness Skinny Bitch Bridezilla Pretox Workshop. You're all looking fabulous already, but today we're going to learn just a few quick tips to get you looking fiercer than ever for your special day. I'm your host, Cassandra Bergen Crespel, and before we get started, I just want to say that the reason I do. I'm sorry. The reason I do the work that I do is because I believe that every woman should feel beautiful, regardless of size, shape, race, or HPV status. I have a cousin in Indianapolis who runs a colonic clinic for preteen print models, and I'm like so inspired by the work that she does. Like everyone can make a difference, which is what brings me here today. If I can help even just one of you fit into that garish, horrifically overpriced diamond-studded circus tent, then I have done my job. So if we could all raise our gluten-free vodka, sugar-free cranberry Red Bulls to that, we can get started. Cheers, Betches. Now, in front of you, you'll find three sample meals meant to serve as your dietary guidelines for the next six weeks. These three sample meals, along with the pink Livestrong bracelet and Katy Perry flip-flops, were included in your $6,000 tuition, so enjoy them as a gift from us. Starting with breakfast, you'll find an unsweetened iced coffee and a third of a kiwi. Eat up, girls. This is where the metabolism really starts working for the day. As a late morning snack, you can enjoy a stick of sugar-free china, an apple wedge, or just brushing your teeth with some really flavorful toothpaste. If you find yourself finding a craving, suck on one of your pre-made raspberry seltzer ice cubes, or just go stand next to a coworker who's uglier than you. This Ego Booster Lounge should help you over the hurdle. Uh-oh, it's lunchtime, and you know what that means, midday temptation tantrum. But fear not, you spelt Svetlana's. When everyone else is eyeing that double Frisco melt from Quiznos, you can rest easy knowing that you've got a wedge of lifeless iceberg lettuce and a room-temperature Coke Zero waiting in your bedazzled lunch pail. Bon appetit, petite. Well, here we are at 3 p.m., two more hours wasting that communications degree in a felt-lined cubicle, and you're free to live your skinny life at large. Uh-oh, here comes your boss about that, light, that late cost report. Quick aside, tiny dancers, on the borderline fatal calorie count you're on, you will lose some basic cognitive functions and motor skills, so don't be alarmed if at some point you become incredibly cold, drool on yourself, or lose consciousness completely. Now is the time to reach for that aerated chocolate stevia square and savor the flavor. If you do find yourself waking up in the hospital after a pass out, just ask one of the nurses to feed it to you. They're usually really good about that. Moving on to dinner time, it's time to heat up that heart-shaped Tupperware, a fat-free, gluten-free Caesar salad with six strategically placed craisins. If your man's not at home, curl up in front of that plasma TV and watch the three episodes of Dance Moms that you've TiVo'd while carefully counting your ravenous bites. And don't think I forgot about desserts, my little itsy bitsies. Do yourself a favor and unwrap the rest of that kiwi from this morning, paired with a sensible pour of skinny bitch strawberry dream vodka over two frozen blueberries. Who's feeling satisfied? Okay, so, um, is she okay? I th- is she okay? The girl in the back, is she okay? 
Um, I think we okay. I think we I think we lost a girl in the back. She's she might be seizing. I think she's having a seizure. Can somebody check her pulse? Does anyone know how to do that? Does anyone know how to check a pulse? Chessa, can you call nine one one? I think she might be seizing. Um, okay, ladies, let's take a quick break and come back in ten for our second lecture: How to effectively hide your double chin while taking wedding day selfies. Thank you so much for coming. Is she breathing? Her top is really loose, so I can't tell if she's breathing or if it's just the wind from the window. Okay, just drag her out in the hall. I'll take care of it. It's fine. So worth it. So worth it. Every moment of it, you know, just to squeeze in to that garish, horrifically overpriced, diamond-studded circus tent. Just don't forget to shave your armpits. I wouldn't. (laughs) I wouldn't for a moment. But my wedding dress actually has sleeves. Not long ones, but it has... I would say a half sleeve. So you can easily forget and it won't be a big deal. Yeah, it'll be fine. I could just comb it. I typically do. (laughs) Tiffany and Claire, can we have another song? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We gotta have something to bring us back. That was some of your your best work. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I I did seriously. Like... I have, I'm speechless. Yeah, it hurts because it's true. And I've known you for so long, and I still think that's some of your best work. <laughs> I've known you for, like, what, eight, nine years? Eight years? Yeah, wait, nine years. It's honestly some of your best work. Thank you. Thank you, Tiffany. I'd like to hear Actually, some... almost ten years. Oh, my 2003. God. We should have an anniversary party. You're so much more valid. Right we now. should have a Laramie anniversary party. <laughs> okay. okay. That would whatever. be nice here. Anyway. So speaking of some of somebody's best work, let's hear some of your best work because this music is gorgeous and it's breaking my soul. Hold on. You know what, ladies? Before you play, yeah. tell, um, tell the millions of viewers. And viewers <laughs> you mean listeners? listeners. <laughs> oh, they're looking well, we at are at Roberta's. We there are, are millions of viewers hey. in the window. <laughs> where, um, where we can find out. How and when to see once? How oh, we can see you guys? Um, well, if you go to, I think it's oncethemusical.com, mm-hmm. you can find the tour schedule. Um, yeah, coming to a city near you. Amazing. And uh, the band here playing right now is called Glad Fanny. I don't know if we mentioned that. We didn't, but we should. And you yes. can also hear Glad Fanny's music. Yes, gladfanny.com. And you, that should probably point you to all of the necessary EP. Fabulous. Now, um, now quickly, magical. this this musical you guys are going on tour with, this is based loosely on the film. Some changes, mm-hmm. but most of the same music. Mm-hmm. Made popular by Glenn Hansard and Mark Heder, Globa. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous music, beautiful love story. Mm-hmm. We're going to be able to see your beautiful faces and your sweet singing voices in it. And you all play instruments in it, is that correct? That is true. So how does that work? Um, well, Claire, <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, Claire okay. plays violin in the show, and... And in real life. And in real life, yes. Um, And the role that I am understudying, actually, uh, plays piano. And I'm not playing a piano right now. And I don't actually get to play ukulele at all in the show. But I get to play piano, which will be a challenge. Um, But anyway, everyone plays instruments, ukuleles, mandolins, guitars. There's a melodica. There's cellos. Is there a role with a triangle? Is there? Claire Um. was actually in the Broadway company for a short spell. So she knows way more about this than I do. Um, there should be a triangle. I probably cannot do anything about so it. So if you could talk to some people about that, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, I think Jen I think, would be perfect for that. I think so, too. Yeah, it would be very good. They might. We might get into a triangle formation at some point. Okay. During there a is number. a triangle formation. There's at least two. That's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Two triangles. Well, ladies, formations. without further ado, <laughs> take it away. Thanks. <laughs> 
It's unlikely you're my hero. A predilection for duets that I won't let on, 'cause I knew who you were when I met you. It's unlikely I'm your Mary. Beautiful, thank you. Claire Well and Tiffany Tobel, Glad Fanny, both on tour with Once the Musical. That's oncethemusical.com. Go see them in a city near you because you can't see them, but they're all, they look as beautiful as they sound. So do yourselves a favor. There are beautiful flowy skirts and gorgeous skin and perfect hair and really smart hip glasses. So I implore you. You're welcome. You are welcome. This has been a great show. Jesse, you did amazing with that interview. It was fabulous to hear thank from you. our new hot sauce friend. Thank you. And you know, Everyone out there, I'm about to turn 30 on Tuesday. And you know who who turned 101 uh, Mm. this past week on the 15th? So we're only five days apart. uh, Julia Child. You know what? And what makes a great show? Julia Child and I have a lot in common. Uh, we'd like you know, to wish Miss Child a happy birthday. And in honor of her, we'd like to play you out with a fun little jam. This has been Jess and Jen on the morning after on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Hot chocolate truffles. Meltingly addictive hot chocolate truffles. Balls of creamy chocolate filling that are rolled in fresh crumbs. Let's have another piece. As long as the dough is relaxed, it's ready to roll. Ready to Let's roll. Let's have another piece. All in a ball. Ready to roll. Ready to roll. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. Like sour cream cheese fillets and the sweet topping, sweet topping. all on that crisp pastry. Mm-hmm. You can't define these in a recipe. You can only know them. You can only know them.
all the food should taste. The blend of oil, fresh lime juice, fresh ginger, and fish sauce. You need some fat in your diet, or your body can't process your vitamins. Freshness is essential. That makes all the difference.